What moms need isn't more advice, it's perspective. You're listening to... Well, certainly motherhood! Hello there, this is Kezia Nielsen. And this is Amanda Bowman. And you're listening to Most Certainly Motherhood, Episode 9. Wow. I know. 10's gonna be a big one. Yeah, let's have a party. <laughs> Giveaway. We'll give away oh. hugs. <laughs> wow. If you live in the, <laughs> this area and I like you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Today we're gonna be talking about postpartum. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. That was terrible. Wow. I can't. The vocalist. Where's my bassoon? I'm just so glad. <laughs> that would be perfect. Maybe I can find a bassoon noise to put in there I'm when I'm editing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or like the Jaws theme. That'd be great if you just had a bassoon to whip out just for that. Got $10,000? I know, but you just had the bassoon, oh, like just oh. here. That would be hilarious. And you just carried it with you all the time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That'd be harder than carrying around a baby all the time. Well, which is our segue into postpartum. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> just grasping at straws there. But we want to talk about postpartum because Amanda just had to do it. I did. And you're you're still in that. I am. How you yeah. feeling? Good, do you feel yeah. like your friend betrayed you by not preparing you for that? No, I don't. I mean, you did try to prepare me. I you tried. were pretty honest with me. Yeah. I just didn't know what questions to ask. Yeah. And some people don't want to know. Right. But I wonder if they really don't want to know or if they just don't You kind of have to know something. Otherwise, I can't imagine how much worse it would be. Yeah. And scary. I used to enjoy reading through the magazines. I was going to say, who reads the... magazines anymore? I did. I enjoyed it for the first two babies. And then this time I picked it up and I was like, I know more than anyone who wrote this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but, but, but it's just so sugar-coated. And it's like, you may feel some discomfort for six weeks after having a baby. Have you seen the British lady video about postpartum? No. It's hilarious. I imagine us being kind of like that, but without the British accent. <laughs> we would be so much better with they're British They're like in accents. a car and they have like a camera and they're like... They're just like police and like you know like <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. oh six weeks is a lie it is they tell you six weeks that's a lie and when you mm -hmm. still feel like you're not a human at six weeks it's okay yeah and even if you don't feel like a human for longer than three months that's probably I mean you should ask for help but yeah. it doesn't mean you're broken. Right. And you're going to be a different person. Yeah. And some days are better some than others. Some yeah. days you wake up and you're like, yeah, I can handle this. And other days you wake up and you're like, who thought it was a good idea to hand me a child? <laughs> yeah. And if he makes one more sound, I'm going to pull out mm -hmm. all my hair. Yeah. That's why they we have husbands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It would be very hard without them. Yes. <laughs> even, even when they do things differently than we would. <laughs> Maybe you just... Need to let them. Yeah. That's a huge part. That's, yeah. Of postpartum. Dads are Letting people too. help you. Accepting help. Yes. And Something not feeling at. guilt for it. Yeah. Do you have bad mom guilt? Because I have horrible mom guilt. Yeah. I think everyone does, right? I hope not, but. 
Well, I think to some degree, probably. Yeah, probably. I, I With different things, I suppose. I know there's a lot of things that I do because I'm afraid of doing it the wrong way, so mm-hmm. I have to super do it the right way, and if yeah. I mess up, then it's, like, the end of the world, and mm-hmm. I guess there are some personal reasons for that, but, yeah. um, like, anytime I ask James to take care of him so I can shower, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not, you know. Yeah. Or, like, yesterday, when you watched him so I could go to the movies, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, what if she has to deal with him crying? And she shouldn't have to deal with that. I've never dealt with that before. <laughs> I know, I had no, to keep reminding you, myself. You texted and were like, I'm sorry that he's been upset. And I'm like, this is me texting me. Like, this is exactly what I would text to somebody else. Right. And be like, well, you did. I'm so, have I done that before when with you? I was watching Probably. Lewis and I was but like, it seems oh, like, it seems different when he's like older, I guess. Well, he was young. Was he when I first young? started? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I was shocked was. you let me have him at such a young age. <laughs> I let him go pretty easy. Like, well, he's your third. Early, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would go off to Target for an hour. Yeah. When he was See, I still six can't... weeks or something like that. But it was only an hour. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I think that's hard. Rare, a hard part of postpartum is figuring out the balance between your baby that needs you 24-7 and you that needs to shower and eat and go Mm -hmm. to the bathroom and maybe get out of the house alone for once instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, we love them. We love our babies, but you're your own person still and it's really hard Mm -hmm. to figure out, am I going away too much or am I not going away enough? And especially with the first one, I'm pretty chill about most things compared to first time moms, I think, because I hang out with so many um, experience moms. Experience yeah. moms. But there are still things where I'm so afraid of messing up that right. I, like, martyr myself to yeah. living my life for him and not thinking mm-hmm. about my own needs. Well, because you haven't really had to th- had to think about your own needs before. Like, it, it was just part of... You, you just lived. Right. <laughs> you know? And now it's like you have something directly competing with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though before, you know, you took care of your husband and stuff, it was not like he needed you all the time. He didn't need right. you all the time. Right. Like this baby does. And right. this baby goes from as soon as they are out, they need you all the time. And then they slowly need you less and less. Yeah. But you aren't used to that right. progression. And so it seems like it's wrong, but it's okay. And you 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 have to kind of wean off of them, too. Yeah, it's so true. It's so weird. He doesn't need you as often now. Right. Like, it, he could he could go two hours without eating. Right. And he's fine. Yeah. See, that's part of it, too, is I, I nurse on demand, and I co-sleep, which I know is a huge controversial thing, <laughs> but you do what you gotta do to survive. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. I'm at the point where, in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, I really wish I could get him in his own bed. I'm really, mm-hmm. like, I need him out of here. Yeah, and... and but, Two months ago, you couldn't even imagine that. Right. But then <laughs> bedtime rolls around and he's, you know, smiling at me. He's <laughs> all cute and cuddly. And I'm like, I can't put him in his own space. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you, when you go from being selfish, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I yeah. I was a stay-at-home wife with no children or mm-hmm. job. I was selfish. You know, I did whatever I wanted all the time. Yeah. And then within 12 hours... I have to be completely selfless. Yeah. And that, as a human being, is not an easy transition. And I hate transitions with a Mm -hmm. burning passion. And so, but all of motherhood is really a giant transition, like you said. Because every day they need you a little less, and then you have another one, and then, you know, and so, it's a lot. Yeah. 
And then your husband simultaneously is also it, trying to learn. It's so easy to forget about the husband. It is. It's because he's not going to cry when you don't. Right. When you leave the room. And, you know, <laughs> it. he just, and he probably isn't going to say anything, or at least my husband wouldn't say anything. And it's just, it's easy to not put him first ever. Yeah. When it's, sometimes it's okay. It has to be a conscious yeah. effort for me, which I love my husband and he's mm-hmm. great, but it's really easy to be like, you know, you can wait because he, you know, right. I can't put him down right now and give you what you need because mm-hmm. I need to be taking care of him or I want to shower. So you're third on the list now. Right. So, and, and it's also easy to forget that they aren't with your kid every day, all day. If yeah. you're lucky enough to stay home. So they also, they're, it takes them longer to figure out what to do with him than it mm-hmm. would for us. And then I think with my husband, he's really had to have the chance to figure it out himself. And it's been, I mean, even the last kid, mm-hmm. it was really hard to let him figure it out himself. And even I knowing that he knows how to take care of a baby. He's done this. Yeah. For me, I feel guilty. Like, right now, I hear my son crying, and I'm like, oh, no, he shouldn't have to deal with him crying, even though it's just as much But that you have to remember, he probably does not have the same mom ears that you do where it hurts when the baby cries. Right. He doesn't wake up at night when the baby cries. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, it's not physically hurting him like it is right now for you, my dear. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I'm like, oh, he's inconvenienced. He shouldn't be inconvenienced. I know what you mean, yeah. But, I mean, it's his son. It's not an inconvenience. It's his son. It's almost like I forget that he's James. Yeah. It's like, in my head, he's this monster that doesn't have any love in his heart for anything. <laughs> Isn't that sound terrible? It's a postpartum but thing, But in yeah. all my dreams, he's like this mean, horrible person. Oh. He's like, why am I always so terrible in your dreams? That's like, awful. you can have whatever you want. Like, why, like, <laughs> yeah. why do you? And yeah, I'm he's like, a great... I don't know. But, like, I'm yeah. sitting here and I'm like, wow, he's probably really mad that Benjamin's right. crying. When in reality, no, he's probably he's just, just figure like, it out. oh, okay, he's crying. You know? Right. Yeah. Crazy. No. I mean, you. there's so many weird things about postpartum. I mean, your relationship with your husband changes, obviously. And, yeah. and just everything is in a different focus now. Yeah. You miss the person sitting right next to you. Yeah. Like, last night, I looked at James, and I was like, I kind of miss you. And he's mm-hmm. like, I miss you, too. And I was like, yeah. that's really sad. We yeah. just went on a date. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the emotional husband side of it. Mm-hmm. Then there's all the, like, hormones that you can't control. Yeah. Like, when you cry at a mop commercial or something. <laughs> oh I don't think God. I actually did that. <laughs> or, like, you watch a TV show, and... There's a mother-son relationship, oh, and then you start... I can't you do that. I can't see that. Lose no, it. No. Or, like, someone's pregnant, and you lose it. Or, you know, <laughs> like, there's a proposal on the screen, and you lose it. It's yeah. <laughs> like, in one minute, you're totally happy, and the next minute, you're like, if I don't put this kid down now, I don't know what yeah. I mean. And that's scary, too. Oh, yeah. I definitely... Well, let's be honest. I have this with pregnancy, too. But I have had a lot of anxiety. But it's not like... Like, oh, I'm so worried about about the baby. It's like, like just being tense all the time. Yep. And, I'm the same way. And, well, I guess, yeah. Then there's, there's times when I like will fixate on something so intensely. Like, oh my gosh, his finger looks weird. There's something wrong with my baby. This is a, a first sign of something, which is not 
not really normal for me. I don't think. I mean, I Aaron probably would say it differently because he's like the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. But but they're just like looking back, there's several things where I was like, I was so worried this was like the first signs of a tumor or something like that, yeah. you know? And when now I if I saw it now I'd be like, Oh, that's fine, we'll just wait a couple days and see if it's or something like yeah. that. Because well, I think part of it is like reading things on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, the other day... Don't I, read things on the internet, no, ladies, when you're postpartum. Don't. Ask a friend. Have people come over and see you I said The other day I was looking at Benjamin's head, and I was like, your head on this side looks kind of weird. I hope it's okay. <laughs> and I was like, Amanda, it's a, it's a head. Like, it's fine. If you'd had hair, you wouldn't even notice his head is kind of weird right there. Like, it's a shape. Just weird. But yeah. Yeah. And your well, doc- doctor will notice if it's actually something. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, or, or you can just ask him. Yeah, I find myself like anxious, like waiting for the pediatrician appointments. Like, yeah. is there something I'm missing? Yeah. Like, especially with the flu and everything going around, I'm like, I take him everywhere still because mm-hmm. I can't stay home. <laughs> <laughs> but every time, like, I go to church or something, I'm like, what if he gets like really sick here? Yeah. And I'm the reason I brought him here. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah, it's really easy to worry about everything. Yeah. So we've kind of glossed over the most horrific part. I don't know if it's most horrific. No, the hormones are worse. (laughs) Yeah. The immediate postpartum. Yeah. Your body is completely different now. Like you were saying in our last episode, well, when you first get home, you feel like you're just going to, like, everything is going to fall out. Well, yeah, and I, I went home four hours later, so I got home and... You know, I've been stitched up down there. You're wearing this huge underwear and this giant pad, and you've got tucks, hopefully. If you don't, go get some. Like, someone buy all the pregnant moms <laughs> all the tucks. Did you ever do the padsicles? No, I was I really too lazy. I just did tucks. Lots of tucks. Yeah. So many tucks. Anyways, um, I at least didn't know how long it was going to feel, like, weird. I don't yeah. know how to describe it, just to not feel normal down there. Mm-hmm. And every day that it didn't feel normal, I started to worry that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking about my stitches, and I'm like, well, I can't just, you know, look and see if my stitches are infected. Yeah. And then, you know, you're like, how long am I going to bleed for? How much am I going to bleed? Am I going to bleed everywhere? And then it will stop, and then it comes back, and you're like, what's going on? Is this... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do you want me to mention the fact we took a brief intermission to go get him? Benjamin's, right. Benjamin's here now. Oh, yay. He's looking around. Um, yeah, so you you come home and you don't know why you... you oh, you can't look and see if your stitches yeah. are okay. Yeah. And that was scary for me because I, I had to wait six weeks to find out if everything was normal down yeah. there. And then after six weeks is when I started to bleed again and something else had happened and I was like, is this normal? Like, mm-hmm. why is this? And of course... Oh, good burp. Is that a burp? Good job, buddy. I'm leaving that in <laughs> Oh, and then every time you go to the bathroom, it looks like it was mass murder. Yeah. And my husband was so sweet. That was the thing about early discharge that everyone said would be unfortunate was that uh, they said, well, who's going to, you know, it's nice to stay. Who's going to clean up the bathroom? And my husband just, after I went to the bathroom, went in every time, cleaned up whatever mess I had made. Really? Yeah. And he did. He wasn't bothered by, I mean, I didn't even really look at it because I was like, yeah. So he would go in and empty the trash and clean up the toilet and Aww. wash it up and away we go. So Aww. it was, that was, I didn't really have to deal with that part very That's much. Nice. 
No one tells you how long to wear the mesh underwear for, uh-huh. or how long to wear the tux for, or mm-hmm. how long, you know, when you can put normal underwear on again, and also that you need new underwear because you... You're a different shape. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. And you can't guess what shape you're going to be in right. while you're pregnant. Right, you just, exactly. It's not going to be the same. And then it's like, do you buy new clothes? Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's the raw truth of postpartum is it's gross. Yeah, it's going to be really scary to wipe for a while. Oh, did you use one of those little bottles? I used a Perry bottle. They sent me home Those are amazing. Yeah. Very helpful. Well, that's the other thing. No one told me when I could start wiping again. So I I kept using a Perry bottle thinking, when can I clean this up for real? (laughs) Like... It's just, oh, that's a, James would always fill my Perry bottle again oh, with warm water. That's amazing. And, um, I mean, for he him. just he was a rock star with wow. postpartum. Yeah, and um, I always used the pad sickles and made a bunch of them and stuff. And I like those. I didn't. I guess I didn't use them at home that much. But I always when or at the hospital, I always like had nurses get them for me every couple hours. Oh, they gave me those things you fill with ice and. So I had, mm-hmm. like, a pad skull, without, and then I just put the tux on top. Did like, you have to put ice in it yourself? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the ones, when you're at the hospital, they just have, like, a freezer full of pads, oh, or diapers cool. with ice in them. Oh, that's cool. Or frozen diapers. Yeah, they had, like, pads that you put ice in, and James even filled those up with ice Aww. for me, too. He, wow. he, like, crushed the ice so that it wasn't sitting on blocks, cubes of ice. So it was that's on. so great. Yeah, it was, he was really great with all that, but it's just, yeah. it was like, well, how long am I supposed to use all this for, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know the answer. I just used it until I felt comfortable right. not having it. I think it. that's pretty much the answer. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone talks about the first bowel movement being yeah. worse than pushing out a baby. And my mother-in-law said, oh, no, it'll slide right out. And I said, <laughs> okay. She gave me so much spinach for the oh, first. See, yeah. And it did. It slid that, right out. So that's good. Lots that's of good. spinach. I didn't have to take good a tip. little softener. I just... I've had both, both experiences. I was so scared of it. Yeah, I was terrified. You do hear that? Isn't that weird that that's the one thing that people warn you about? Yeah, and they don't warn you about like wiping, right? Or yeah, I I remember every time I went to the bathroom, I was like, okay, James, I think this is gonna be it, so I might need Mm -hmm. you. Like, (laughs) I might need you to hold my hand, just like when I was pushing. Yeah, and then I came out one morning, I was like, all right, it's done, and he was like, oh, it's done. (laughs) My husband was really great about being involved in all the. The stuff I was scared about and yeah. you know, taking oh, care of me. Good. So the physical part was, yeah. And I feel like still, I still put on clothes sometimes and I'm like, I look pregnant. Yeah. Like, this makes me look pregnant. If I didn't have a baby, mm-hmm. people would think I'm pregnant. And no one really tells you when that's going to go away. Yeah. Or when it should, quote unquote, go away. Or if it yeah. ever goes away. Because, yeah. That's another really unrealistic expectation we have. Because you're never going to be like you were before. Yeah, and I've heard... Um, but, I mean, it'll go down. Like, you'll have less. Yeah. I Unless you're like me, then you'll just heard some husbands <laughs> bragging about their wives being only gaining so much weight and going back town to their pre-pregnancy size so quickly while I was pregnant. And so... I still have a hard time, like, Aww. telling myself, like, no, it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah. You know, you're nursing a baby, yes. keeping him alive, he's gaining a lot. And yeah. it's just hard to find clothes that I still don't really have clothes that I feel yeah. like myself in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're never long enough. It's like you, like, get longer <laughs> when you're yeah. pregnant. Or, and you get milk, and so your chest is huge, yes. and shirts are suddenly shorter. Oh, yeah. 
finding anything that is actually modest is so hard and yes, nursing friendly. Modesty is very hard for me right now because I'm for one bigger, thing, you probably so don't even showing. think about it because you're like out all the time nursing. Yeah. And, and so you don't just don't have that sense of modesty anymore. I didn't have to worry about my shirts coming too low before yeah. because they just never did. And now yeah. they all I mean, it's mm-hmm. all I'm so sick of it. It's, it's just yeah. It's like I'm not trying to show you yeah. my cleavage, but yeah. here it is. <laughs> And now he's, Benjamin is at the point where he can start pulling down my shirt. So we're going up for communion today and I'm, you know, careful about pulling my shirt up and I look down and he's pulling it down and I'm (sighs) like, oh my goodness. Yes. Really, it makes me frustrated when people put so much stock into getting down to your postpartum or your your pre-pregnancy weight because you're just made differently now. Like it's just, it's your different shape now. You're not going to be the same as then and it's okay to... It, that's fine. That's how it should be. Yeah, and, I th- I think yeah. it's just. I think my thing is I just need to find yeah bigger clothes that feel better. Because yeah. I yeah. I buy a size up, but it still doesn't fit. Well, right. you probably need just different styles of clothes yes, now. That's because you can't you can't wear what you wore when you were a teenager. Like or, right or you, right yeah. So we're still still working on that. Kenzie and I should go to Goodwill sometime. Sounds good. Let's do it. I also yeah. think every postpartum mom should be gifted a haircut yes. before too long because I'm yep. dying for a haircut yep. right now. I just need to... Every postpartum, apparently, I didn't realize this until this time around, I go to Aaron and say, I say, hey, can I get a haircut next week or something? And so this time I just went up and I said, hey, can I... And he said, get a haircut? Yeah. And I was like, how did you know? And he's like, well, it's like three weeks postpartum. Yeah. You, need, you want yeah. your haircut. Yeah. I just need... It's I need important, it. yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot going on postpartum, yeah. though, and it's hard to feel good when there's all these expectations yeah. to look a certain way. Yeah. Not only is your your job in life different now, but you pretty much everything about you is different now. Yeah. And it's person. really easy to get lost in the mom world. I feel bad saying that because it's a good place to be. Like, yeah. I yeah. love my job, but, and I don't usually call it a job, actually, but um, you also, you're still a person you're still the same the same person and so there's a lot of times especially postpartum when I just get to the point where I'm like who am I anymore and yeah you're so lost in it Ugh, stop looking so cute Benjamin yeah Benjamin is intently listening to Kezia <laughs> talk like... about this he's pondering and thinking about someday when he's a dad yes. a long 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 time <laughs> after but... he's married and then I I usually I need to Take a little step back and be like, okay, how can I try to get back to being me now? <laughs> and that's usually around the time that the baby starts, you know, they're old enough that they don't need me as much so I can not feel like I have to be with them all the time. Yeah. But it's really hard to let yourself do that. Yeah, I get into mom guilt as soon as I think about that again. Yeah. And, and it just, it's like, well... Of course, that's all I am is his mom. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not supposed to be anything else. Yeah. And so it's, but I mean, he's still only three months. I feel like mm-hmm. I've had him for 30 I years. Know. Which yeah. is funny because I'm 23. So, <laughs> but it's like, I can't remember a time when I didn't mm-hmm. have him eating my hand all the time. Like, he is, but yeah, that's definitely true. Which segues into something that I just want to talk about. But postpartum depression, I think, is yeah. something... And anxiety. I don't think it's just yeah. depression. I think it's and, also the anxiety. And um, anger. And anger. Yeah, there's, 
<laughs> a lot of scary postpartum feelings. And mm-hmm. they say, you know, baby blues is normal to have, but then at some point it turns into postpartum depression. But how do you it's know where really that line is? Yeah. I I still don't really know which times I've had full blown PPD and and just baby blues. Right. I was afraid you know, because some moms get it really badly, like mm. horrible. And yeah. I was afraid to say that I thought I had it in case that was like insulting to someone who did yeah. actually have it. Yeah, yeah. And some days you Or have... that someone would overreact to it or something. Right, right. And, and a lot of times, I don't know, I know I've always been kind of afraid that people would be like, oh my gosh, okay, give her drugs or something right, like right. that. And which, if you need the drugs, that's fine. But I didn't want that to be like, like I would be pressured into doing that or sure. something. Sure. If there was a different way. I almost think it's normal. It's just not mm-hmm. talked about. And yeah. And so after being a postpartum mom, I feel like I need to ask every postpartum mom for several doing. months. Yeah. Like, okay, tell well, me how you people, really are. People stop asking. Yeah. Right when Even it- I stopped asking you for a while. <laughs> and then I was like, darn it. She's only had this baby for like two and a half months and I have not asked her how she's doing. Because you feel like I've had him forever. So yeah. you're like, oh, she's she's got it now. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people with me were like, wow, you are doing such, such a, a good job. Yep. You did it so well. You It yeah. went so fast. You're already out and about. And then mm-hmm. they just were like, oh, she must be fine. She must be fine. And yeah. I feel like at first, um, at least for me, there was such euphoria because it was mm-hmm. like, I did this and I had this weird amount of energy at first. Yeah, the first yeah. two weeks I wanted to go places oh, definitely. and do yeah. stuff and I didn't understand why I was supposed it's to usually, be It's usually, I've heard this before, it's usually at like 14 days there's like a crash that happens. Yeah. And, and I've seen that with so many people. Right. And that's right when my mother-in-law left and I yes. definitely, so I just Aww. equated it to that. Well, and that's like gone. right when I got sick too. Yeah. And so I couldn't yeah. help you. Yeah. So I... I feel like when people stopped asking is when I started to help you most. Yeah. I realized I was having trouble communicating with my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to go take a shower. I need, and I don't just need to take a shower. I need you to tell me to take a shower. Yes. Because Force I can't tell you what I need and yeah. I can't ask for it. I'm never good at asking for what I need. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just now, three months in, he's able to say, okay, what are like what's going on yeah. instead of just like ignoring it or not noticing yeah. it or um yeah. assuming that it's you know I'll get over it mm-hmm. um but it's hard postpartum because you want to be you don't want to admit that you don't have it all together you want to be yeah. able to be like yeah I totally got this mm-hmm. I can do it well, and I think probably especially when you've had an easy birth right that's in quotes <laughs> no birth is really that easy I don't know for me I'm like well I think Especially with Anders, his his was an easy birth. It was really short. It went well. It was over. And that made me feel like, okay, this postpartum should be easy, too. Plus, I had already done it once. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I know what to expect. And that was my hardest postpartum yet. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the main things was I didn't really have a good support group, mm-hmm. I guess. And I didn't... I mean, I had my mom for the first couple weeks and mm-hmm. stuff. And Aaron was home for the first couple weeks. But then... After that, I didn't really, I wasn't really involved with other moms in the area at that point, and I didn't really have, like, anybody checking up on me, and I had this other kid I was taking care of, yeah. and it was just, it was very, very isolating, and it was really easy for me to just be isolated and stay home. Like, I barely yeah. even have pictures from that time, yeah, because 
I just was surviving. Right. <laughs> if When I look through my pictures, I, like, slowly see more pictures as I came out into the world again. Right. Yeah. And I just think, why didn't I ask for help? How did this go on for so long without anybody noticing? Like, I do think that time I had full-blown postpartum depression. But I didn't realize that until, like... Two years later. Yeah, you almost don't realize it until it's too late. Yeah. And I and so many people are like, I remember in birthing class, but then being like, ask for help, ask for help, ask for yeah. help. But I think you almost need to just people you need to tell other people, ask them yeah. the, to give them help. Don't yes. don't expect postpartum moms to have the the strength to yeah. ask for help because yeah. I didn't, and I don't know if that's abnormal. I guess I, part mm. of that's my personality. I think it's, I, yeah, but I think it's both. I don't really know any young moms who are good at asking for help, right? Because you're told you're told the whole time, the whole nine months, you have to take care of this child, mm. and it's and they also say you have to take care of yourself, but they it's more you know you have to the child is first priority. Yeah. Um. So I think it's important, especially if you're a mom. Ask, like, it should be in your head already to ask new moms, you know? It's easy to forget because you're a mom. Yeah. Well, you have your own life. so busy. We just have this idea that everybody has to handle their own lives and you don't want to butt in. Like, right. there's so many times when I'd like to ask you if you want help, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, butt into her life or something. And I usually sure. do anyway because I'm nosy. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I have never felt like anyone's butting in by asking if they I can haven't help me. either. Yeah. And so I don't think most people would feel that way. Right. And if they do, just just trust that they're going to say, okay, that's enough, thanks. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, just don't be afraid of that. And even just, like, texting her and saying, hey, how's it going for real? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you look like you're doing really good. Are you really doing really good? Right. I mean... I, I hope you're really doing as well as... I don't know. Like, say it in a way that doesn't sound offensive. Yeah. But, but make her really answer you. Like, there was one time you were like, how are you really? And I was like, mm -hmm. how am I really? Yeah. I haven't thought about that in a while. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I kind of, you know, I haven't showered in a week or whatever. Right. And, oh, also a big thing for me was people kept saying, and a lot of this was my, was my husband, you're doing such a great job. You're doing mm -hmm. such a great job, which is awesome. I'm oh, thankful yeah. for affirmation. But it got to the point where I was like, I don't feel like I'm doing a great yeah. job. I feel horrible right now. Yeah. So don't tell me I'm doing a great job. Like, yeah. at some point, just be like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the affirmation was great. But it, I, when I was having a bad day, it was always like, no, I'm not. Like, don't tell right. me that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, why am I not? Why, you know, mm -hmm. why don't I feel like I'm doing a great job or mm -hmm. whatever? So I think maybe it might be more, it might be better to be more specific then. Like you're doing a really, I don't know, feeding your baby or something, you know? Yeah. Like instead of just like, you're doing great. Because yeah. then you kind of feel the pressure. Okay, now I have to do everything great. Yeah, it, that was it. Great. It was yeah. the pressure. It was like, okay, well now if I admit that I... <laughs> got really upset that he was crying yeah. i'm gonna feel like i i yeah. did something wrong because mm -hmm. i don't have it all together so I, there's a hard balance between mm -hmm. affirmation and you know forcing help i guess yeah I mean, maybe there is a mom out there that doesn't actually need help the first time <laughs> i would have a hard time believing that yeah but, I mean, maybe it happens. Um, kudos to you if <laughs> yeah. you actually have it all together. <laughs> but I think it's just, there's just this fear of admitting to other moms that you don't have it all together. Yeah. But it's been helpful for me to go to lactation circle because 
there was one week where um, Benjamin was really fussy. I was just exhausted. I was not. I was having a bad day, and I left early, and I'm usually the last one to leave. Oh, yeah. And this one of the moms posted in the Facebook group and said to that mom who was struggling at Lactation Circle today and just wrote this really long post about, you know, I wanted to give you a hug, but I didn't want it to be weird, and, you know... It's really hard right now. And just, like, sitting, oh. like validating that it was okay that I was having a bad day. It was okay that he was fussy oh. and it was going to be okay. And it didn't mean that I was a bad mom. <sighs> and because I'm sitting there the whole time feeling like, oh, my gosh, he's fussing and everyone else's baby is mm-hmm. quiet. What is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And so having a support group of some kind of other mm-hmm. moms who are doing yeah. it right now with you, I think yeah. is really important. Yeah. Is this working? Yep. Okay. So I guess... We could talk about the happy side of postpartum too. The happy side is there are a lot of them. Oh, just yeah. easy to forget in the thick yeah. of it. But also, you will forget the hard parts of it eventually. Yeah, right now you remember them very vividly, but I, I barely remember them compared to all the happy things. And I I forget a little more each day. Yeah. Well, one of the cool things that I have noticed a lot with your kid is he just keeps looking like both of you. More and more every day. Like, he, Mm. when he came out, he looked like a newborn. Yeah. And then now, like, he looks like you so much. And he looks so much like James. Yeah. He looks like Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun (laughs) every day to see, like, what they learn to do. Like, just yesterday, um, James, (sighs) Benjamin started, um, if you lay him down on his back, he desperately wants to sit up. Like, he uses all his might and lifts his head pretty high and he... Just started rolling over, and he, you yeah. know, smiles and coo. The day they smile at you, life changes. Because oh it's like, I'm not just a cow anymore. Yes. I, you know, I make you happy. I'm the I only one. I think that's one. part of why I had a better postpartum with Lewis, because he was like, from the beginning, he would look at me and smile. Yeah, that makes a huge difference. It's, it's huge. So, and I mean, as hard as those first few weeks were. I miss him just being this little squish that would, yes. you know, just sleep. Now he's, you know, I mean, I love that he's exploring mm-hmm. his new world and reaching for toys and trying to communicate in ways other than crying, but I, those first few weeks of just, you know, yeah. they sleep anywhere, anyway. Yes. You know. So, yeah. Postpartum is a huge mix of awful and wonderful. It is. Well, I know I'm going to be Doing postpartum soon, fairly soon, and so I'm kind of dreading that, partially because my mother won't be there. Sorry for mentioning this again, mom, <laughs> making you feel bad. But um, but like this past time, I was able to postpartum like a boss, and like really take it easy the first week or two, even, which is really hard to do when you have two other little kids. And so we'll see how this next time goes, because. I won't have quite as much help, but we'll also be in a, I think, a better area for getting outside, which I think is going to really help us. Because right now yeah. we live in the top floor of a duplex, then we'll have, like, be able to walk out the door into the outdoors, yeah. which will help being yeah. outside. And plus it won't be the dead of winter, yeah, which is nice. Yeah. It'll be the dead of summer, <laughs> which will... <laughs> Yeah, that was, that's a, uh, another thing is he was born at the end of October and then all of a sudden the days were short. Yeah, my, and dark. And my um, apartment does not have much light. Yeah. And that was really hard for me yeah, to just sit there hard. and not have working windows and mm-hmm. um, sunlight. No, there, 
There is so much that's good about postpartum. You have a baby. It's a new the, life. It's a baby. Yeah. yeah. And seeing your husband holding your baby. That that's is. one of the best things. Then seeing your kids holding their baby sibling. Oh, my gosh. I'll get there. Oh, my gosh. That's wonderful. And then seeing grandparents and oh, holding baby. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And it must not have been too bad for my husband because, you know, <laughs> when we talk about having another kid, he's, like, serious, like, oh, I could have another kid now. Like, he's not scared <laughs> That's of it. Great. So, I could either, actually, you know? Yeah. If I, like, woke up tomorrow and somehow was pregnant already, I'd be like, okay. That's awesome. That's fine. But we don't want this time to go by too quickly. No. It really does go by quickly. quickly. So, the cashier at the grocery store today said, the days linger, but the years fly. Aw. That's so true. Yeah. All right, we're going to do our lifesavers, things that help our lives. It's time for our lifesaver segment. In this segment, we'll share a couple things in our ordinary lives that have helped us through the day. All right, go first. Um, mine is latched mama nursing clothes. Oh, yeah. And here's why. I hate dresses that have v-necks because oh. I always am falling out of them now. <laughs> and all my dresses pre-Benjamin were, you know, higher neck. Yeah. You know? I love them. They look good on my body type. Mm-hmm. And um, so Latched Mama is a line of nursing clothes that is modest. Yes. And I have a dress and it's a high neck and it's like beautiful soft fabric yeah. and it has this um, thing that goes over and then there's like a I don't know. Look it up, people. Different overlays. Overlay thing, and then you just pull it up, and there's the deep V-neck, and mm-hmm. you nurse, and bada-bing, you, nice. you don't have to... And it's extra layers of protection for my leaky self, because I leak oh, all the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, they have nursing sweatshirts, and nursing tank tops, and Do nursing... you have a sweatshirt? I do have a sweatshirt. Whoa. It's really nice. And uh, this is actually one of them. It has oh, this nice. crisscross snap thing. And they're also... They're made longer, because... Uh. You know, you need that. And um, they cover your bum if you are wearing leggings. He's smiling at me right now. Benjamin is. Um, Kezia has him. <laughs> yeah, they're modest. I'll have to look into that. And it was $40 for this dress, which is mm-hmm. no more than you would spend on, like, a yeah. fancy dress, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're, they're long. Like, they go to my knees. I'm tall, mm-hmm. so... They just came out with a green floral version of the dresses that I have. I have two of them that my husband let me get for Christmas. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, like, why Aww. did you wait? And they, they sell out really fast. So if someone's looking to start a business, it's oh, not a bad fun. one to... That's my, what's your life hack? Um, my lifesaver <laughs> <laughs> is, well, you told me I should say Goodwill because it really... Goodwill is where I go... <laughs> it's so pathetic, isn't it? You but take me with you. I know. So I go to Goodwill when I am... Alone? <laughs> when I'm alone. Yeah. When I say, Aaron, I just need to get out today. And he'll be like, okay, go to Goodwill. And I go to Goodwill and I just look at all the clothes. And I usually find some good stuff. But I, most of the time I just spend the whole whole thing just, like, looking. And, and I feel really gross afterwards, but my yeah. mind is at peace. Yeah. And it, I mean, I don't usually spend a lot. It's nice to have an, a new piece of clothing every once in a while, especially like when you're pregnant and all of my clothes are from when Clarence was in utero. Yeah. And I don't know. I usually listen to a podcast too. So. Oh, that's why you don't take me. Oh, yeah. I want to hear what other people do for their. Where do they go if they have their own special time by themselves? Yeah. <laughs> do you go like. 
I always think I should like go to a coffee shop and like read or oh, something. I but would I love just to. I just don't ever do that. Like I want to be moving around. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But and for some reason, buying a four dollar cup of coffee or buying a four dollar new cute dress, like I'd rather buy a dress. You could buy. I could buy dollar coffee and take it to. I should. Yeah. Buy it. That'd be great. Well, thank you for listening to our episode about postpartum. Please tell us your postpartum stories. I want I want more people to tell stories. Here. Yeah. Send some stories in, and Benjamin says to like us on Facebook <laughs> and comment on our posts and. And write to us with some ideas for the next episodes. Yeah. Oh, yikes. And we're going to get some good interviews in. I'm very excited. We have some really cool ladies coming in. Ooh. I'll let you know. (laughs) I will make sure you can be there. Okay. So, yeah. We will have some good episodes coming up with stories from other moms. Yay. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 